a Catholic bishop resigned after falling in love with a satanic erotic fiction writer. Oversized condoms are a headache for many Indian men, and cats are falling ill with stress as owners spend longer time at home. These are the Weird Stories for Tuesday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian. I'm your host, Jonesy. I'm glad to be here. I got some strange stories from around the world. Let's go. A Catholic bishop had to resign after falling in love with a satanic-themed erotic fiction writer. (laughs) It sounds like a fake story. Satanic-themed erotic fiction and a bishop together. A Spanish bishop known for his exorcisms has resigned after apparently falling deeply in love with an author of satanic-themed erotic fiction, causing his Catholic colleagues to fear that he is possessed by the devil. Well, did you guys try giving him an exorcism? Did you hold him down in a chair? The power of Christ compels you. The power of Christ wants to take away your your need for satanic-themed erotic fiction. I don't even know satanic-themed erotic fiction existed. This is a very niche uh, subcategory of fiction, I'd imagine. Where do you even get this stuff? (laughs) I want to walk into a library and ask, Excuse me, where's your satanic-themed erotic fiction? Do you have... Oh, yeah, you'll find that in the corner, bro. Just look for the people wearing all black, black nail polish, uh, pentagram tattoos on the neck kind of thing. Oh, oh, by the way, there's a bishop back there looking through those as well. <laughs> Satanic-themed erotic fiction. A bishop. How do you even get into that? This guy's got way too much time on his hands. I think these clergy have too much time on their hands. You know, a bunch of them were recently caught on Grindr. Do you know what Grindr is? It's like a hookup app for, for gay people uh, and... Uh, well, not not. I guess you could look for love there as well, but I mean, predominantly from what I've heard, it's a hookup app. So you got you got priests on gay hookup apps. You got bishops reading a shit ton of satanic themed erotic fiction. Clearly, it's like, uh, w- w- do we got to get some tasks for you guys? Is there not enough exorcisms out there to keep you busy, Bishop? <laughs> we gotta maybe hand you a broom for your off time. Okay, the name of this bishop is Xavier Novel. That's funny, Novel. Fell in love with a fiction writer. Get it? All right. Is that just a coincidence? Uh, Xavier, age 52, was actually Spain's youngest bishop. So a big superstar, an up-and-comer in the clergy. This was back in 2010 when he was appointed. Uh, bishop Xavier had to retire a few weeks ago with the church authorities, citing personal reasons for the decision. But sources cited by the Catholic publication Religion Digital this week confirmed rumors that Bishop novel had engaged in a relationship with someone named Sylvia Caballo, a psychologist and writer of erotic novels. Now this caused him to put aside his vow of celibacy. Oh, so he actually met up with the writer and, uh, you know, did some things. Sounds like maybe some things he read about in the uh, erotic fiction section, gave him some ideas. Now, it claims here the bishop, quote, fell in love and wanted to do the right thing, according to the reports, in reference to the relationship with the 38-year-old author. Uh, The author is known for an erotic trilogy called Gabriel's Lust Hell. (laughs) Gabriel's Lust Hell. I assume it's about an angel who engages in lustful sexual actions in a place called hell. (laughs) Wow, man, this is a group of books that I, maybe I ought to check this stuff out. This seems like it's crazy, crazy. I've, I've never really read erotic fiction before, 
But this sounds like it's out of control, strange, and maybe I'd be into this. Now, the writer, Miss Caballo, is divorced and is described by her publishing house as a dynamic and transgressive author who upsets conceptions of morality and ethics. Oh, I'll bet you do. Author of Gabriel's Lust Hell, the erotic trilogy. Now, uh, oh, I guess the trilogy itself is called Amnesia. In, In Amnesia, the author prophetically asks... What happens when the attraction is stronger than any code of ethics or even social pressure? Yeah, yeah, a code of ethics that a bishop takes? <laughs> this, is, this must be some powerful erotic fiction right here. If you can, if you can sort of uh, transform a bishop, you know. And now uh, I hope the author is prepared to support a bishop because I don't know <laughs> what this guy's going to do for work now. <laughs> it's, I mean, you've, you've been a clergyman for so long. What do you do now? You, you're going to move into like... The IT department from here? Are you going to work at Starbucks? I mean, where do you go from here? I'm very curious. And I'm very curious about the erotic fiction. Anyone familiar with this? Um, Maybe want to mail me a sample? Oversized condoms are a headache for many Indian men. New Delhi. Condoms designed to meet international size specifications are too big for many Indian men, as apparently... Their penises fall very short of what manufacturers had anticipated a new study out of India has found. The Indian Council of Medical Research, a leading state-run center, said its initial findings from a two-year study showed 60% of Indian men in the financial capital Mumbai had penises about 2.4 centimeters or one inch shorter than those condoms catered for. For a further 30%, the difference was at least 5 centimeters or 2 inches. A poor fit meant the prophylactics often didn't do the job they were bought for and led to some tearing or slipping off during intercourse and use. Here's a quote from a doctor who was in charge of this study. Very curious on how this study came about. I mean, are they also just bereft of issues to study? Just like phenomenon is lacking over there as well to study. I mean, these scientists all over the world seem very bored. They're just dipping into some odd areas, man. Seems like a waste of money, but maybe this will help out some Indian men. Maybe it'll put some pressure on the uh, condom manufacturers when they're making Indian-specific prophylactics to sort of, you know, curb down the size a little bit to uh, please the Indian men. Okay, so the quote is, One of the reasons for a failure of up to 20% of condoms is the association of the size of the condom to the erect penis. Uh, this doctor added another reason was couples often put them on in a hurry. Uh, the doctor says many men in India, which has the world's highest HIV positive caseload, were actually too shy to ask for condoms. Oh, that's a huge issue. I didn't know that. Uh, over here in the States, man, no one's too shy to ask for condoms. You just roll up, roll up to Sevlev at 3.30 in the morning, buying some condoms and a slushy. They know what you're up to. <laughs> Maybe in India, though, there's some shame to it. Uh, Here's a quote from the doctor. We need more vending machines for condoms of different sizes so people can choose a condom with confidence that is suited to their specific needs and their size. Now, the media in India reported a survey that had studied 1,400 Indian men between the ages of 18 and 50 in cities like New Delhi and Mumbai, as well as in some rural areas. Uh, It's entitled, Indian Men Don't Quite Measure Up. And... uh, You can imagine what that story is talking about. That's the end of the article, by the way. So now I'm left to sort of riff here on 
my take on this. And my take is, first of all, I had no idea that Indian had such small penises. I'm, I'm so sorry, guys. I just, <laughs> I, I just, I didn't, I didn't know. <laughs> no. But you know, it, hey, there's hope for you, okay? Because you know, there's condoms come in many, many sizes. Just take the time to find yours. Go on Amazon. I'm sure you can, you know, help yourself out. Uh, you know, the good part about that is you get to shop for them. It takes you take your time and find the actual size that you might think that you want that would be suitable for you. And it gets to arrive at your door and there's no embarrassing purchases that you have to make out in public at a vending machine or a store or of any of any sort. I'm not sure I have any listeners in India. I'd love to know that I did. If you happen to be in India, email me funnyjones at gmail dot com and just know that my heart goes out to you, guys. I, I you know, I don't know the feeling myself because I've I've never had a problem with even the um the, the larger condoms. I've done you know, I don't go out and seek for them, you know, because they they're not the snuggest fit on me, but I can pull them off. I can pull them off. I remember the first time I I, I encountered it once <laughs> I was with someone. This was years ago. It, uh, I, I had forgotten condoms myself. I didn't know. I guess I wasn't that confident at that point that things were going to go uh, go my way. And all she had was uh, one of these oversized condoms. And I was like, well, well let's, let's give it a go, guys. I got to say, in that moment, I wasn't sure. But then I was like, oh, okay, all right. It's all right. I'm making this work here. <laughs> Just had to, you know, roll up the bottom <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> hey, am I sharing too much on here? Yeah, that's what you get with Weird AF News, guys. You get this, okay? You get this. And it's happening in a closet. Cats are falling ill with life-threatening stress as owners spend longer times at home. Uh, the coronavirus pandemic over the last year and a half has disrupted virtually every facet of 21st century life, as you all know. All, a lot of us have been affected by this, some in negative ways. From forcing office workers to set up shop at home to bringing entire industries to a grinding halt, such as mine. The pandemic has exacted a very heavy toll on the nation's Animal experts have now warned pet cats all across the world have also felt the impact of the pandemic with COVID forcing them into a new and rather alien sort of lifestyle. According to animal charity Cats Protection, having to adjust to their owners working from home has been a pretty stressful ordeal for cats. I had no idea. Unlike man's best friend, cats tend to be more solitary creatures, especially when on the hunt. Uh, yeah, I knew that about cats. They like to just kind of sequester themselves under the bed and whatnot. I always thought it was strange that people just gravitate towards having a cat as a pet because it just, they seem like they could do without you. And, I, you know, I don't like that at all. It's like, bro, I bought you, okay? Can, can we hang out a little bit? Do you have to be in my shoe closet like 17 hours a day for real, bro? Uh, it says here, this, of course, is not always the case with every cat. According to the Blue Cross for Pets, domesticated cats can still form intimate bonds with their owners and on rare occasions can even de develop separation anxiety when left alone for longer periods of time. Okay, yeah, I'm sure there's a few of those. A spokesperson for the charity has warned that cats may still become stressed by the amount of time that they're spending with their owners at home. Oh, I had no idea. Here's some photos of some cats. Oh, lovely, pretty little kitties. Uh, with owners no longer going to the office... And even children learning from home. Cats don't have the seven or eight hours of peace and quiet that they need to act as a circuit breaker. Yeah, but can't you find some little hole to hang out with? I mean, I find it hard to believe that the cats can't find some place to go. They always find a place, man. Whether it's behind the boiler or under the sink, like they always find some strange place to get solitude. I, I find it difficult to believe that cats are struggling. But, you know, then again, I don't own one, so I don't know. 
says here, the stress of having to share a space with humans around the clock has led to an increase in life-threatening conditions in the last 18 months. Oh, boy. Oh, geez. Veterinarians have reported an uptick in blocked bladders in male cats and cystitis in female cats. Oh, boys. I don't know what cystitis is. I imagine it's a problem with the ovaries. Uh, what's with this blocked bladders situation? That means they're not, they're not peeing. Uh, we have a spokesperson quoted as saying, well, it would appear that some cats may have become more stressed in their home during this pandemic. Changes to a cat's routine always have the potential to cause some stress. As you know, they are creatures of habit. Uh, as well as this safe or quiet places that a cat could have escaped to in the home previously may have been repurposed as a home office, let's say. So the cat no longer has a quiet place to go to. Well, oh no, poor cats. Now, to help fight against the pressure of adjusting to the new routines, Cats Protection has suggested creating Moggy-friendly safe places. Moggy, M-O-G-G-I-E, friendly. I don't know what that means. These could be quiet little corners where you can tuck away treats, water, and blankets for your cat to hide once in a while. Um, According to the Cats Protection, there are a number of telltale signs that your cat is stressed. Do you guys want to hear some of these? (laughs) Um, Well, your cat may be stressed... uh, by well, one of the reactions to stress may be over grooming. They may be more hesitant to interact with the owners. Um, they may be less tolerant of people. Yeah, I don't know how you can be any less tolerant of people. You, the most to- intolerant of people of all the pets. Um, it says you're also uh, uh, more withdrawn than usual. Overeating and house soiling could be some other factors. Well. You know, I want to say I feel bad, but I don't. I really don't. I don't feel bad for cats. <laughs> I don't care. I'm sure some of you give a damn, though, so I'm letting you know that you know, look for the signs, guys. Oh, you poor kitties. They don't have enough nooks and crannies to hide in. You might have to build some for them. Or or you can make your life so much better, guys, if you just get a dog. Just swap that cat out for a dog. Dogs are so cool. They want to be hanging out all the time. They're down for whatever. Want to go on a hike? Yes. You take a cat on a hike. I'd like to see that. And what about a home invasion? You think a cat's going to step it up and protect you? Hell no. I've come across stories where after the owner dies, the cats eat them. No loyalty here. <laughs> okay, now I've just, I know what I've just done. And I'm, I'm prepared for the email outpouring right now, the hatred that I'm going to get, the bile that will be spilled in my direction. Go, go ahead, guys. I'm at Funny Jones on Instagram. You want to call the show? 646-450-2012. Let's hear it. Let's hear it, guys. Hey, everyone. I hope you had a nice holiday weekend. I did. Um, if you were in the States, uh, you had a holiday weekend. We had Labor Day yesterday. That's why I didn't do an, an episode. I was uh, completely hungover. And um, I had a late night the night before. I was at a concert that went... I mean, the last artist came on at 12.30, so that lets you know how long it was. I didn't expect that. Did not expect that. And uh, I got to see some really cool old-school R&B artists, artists such as uh, Keith Sweat. Uh, You guys remember TLC? And uh, Montel Jordan? This is how we do it! Who was fabulous, by the way. He's a pastor now, and in between songs, he told us a little bit about God, and it was hilarious. (laughs) He was so likable and enjoyable, though. I just loved him. Um, yeah, so good times. And Keith Sweat is in great shape, despite being like, I don't know, 60 years old, running all around, singing and sounding like he did in 1991. Like, it was unbelievable. He was great. I highly recommend a a visit to Keith Sweat. Um, see him now before, uh, who knows? I mean, 
he's in great shape right now doing it, but who knows where he could go. Uh, so yeah, I can't recommend these these artists enough. Jodeci, another um, artist that I've always enjoyed. Who am I missing? I, I can't remember. Oh, there was a little guest appearance by Joe. You guys know Joe? I wanna know what turns you on. That guy, so good. And uh, yeah, that's about it. So those of you who are uh, you know in a certain age range probably would have loved this concert. Um, it was a great time. How was your weekend? Call me up and tell me how you did, what you did. Email me, funnyjones at gmail.com. Send photos. Keep it clean. Keep it clean. Did you guys read some satanic erotic fiction over the weekend? <laughs> how about that? Oh, man. So crazy. Okay, I want to give thanks to people who sent me articles and wrote me a little, a little message, too, like Chad Thornburg, who said, uh, I saw a story that was a bit odd. I thought of you. I listen to your podcast on Alexa each morning. It keeps me rolling throughout my work week. Well, thank you, Chad. Thanks for sending an article and thinking of me. I appreciate that. I appreciate you listening to the show as well. Um, I'm, I'm very grateful for my uh, loyal listeners, especially those that send me articles and drop a little note to say what's up. Like Susan, Susan Spiva, 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 did I say it correctly? She wrote, uh, love your Florida Friday segments. Keep up the good work. From your closet, Jonesy. Hilarious, Susan. Thank you so much. She's, she sent me an article as well. And uh, I'm very grateful for, um, for the article and your loyal listenership, Susan. Thank you so much for the note. It's nice to hear from listeners. Um, I'm wondering where you guys are from. I, I wish you'd tell me where you're from. I'm always curious. curious like, uh, in fact, I always ask my listeners, where are you from? You know, are you guys, are you in Spain? Where are you? Are you in Mumbai? Like, what about, in, are you in New Delhi? Do you have a, a condom problem? Um, I just want to know where you guys are at. You can send me articles, as always, to the Gmail account, uh, Gmail email address that I gave a couple times, but also through the website, weirdafnews.com. There's a little a button you can... A button. <laughs> There's like a button you can click. It's a clicker. It's a little zapper. You just zap it, and then uh, you can drop me a little note and an article. And while you're there, you can also join the Patreon. Why not join the Patreon? I put some stuff over the weekend in the Patreon, some Florida stuff. Uh, and I'll probably probably put a couple things in there today as well. And uh, it's a great place to go for extra weird AF content and to get that nice feeling inside and to, to like knowing that you're contributing to a five day a week weird news podcast, like the only one of its kind helping me out. So uh, go to patreon.com slash weird AF news or weird AF uh, As always, I'm so appreciative of you, of you, of all of you. Thanks for listening and we'll see you tomorrow.